I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. However many million people are watching me do this, I kind of believe it. I just remember as I was walking down, I was like, this is on fucking TV. Like, for fuck's sake. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. So this week, I am Jo... She needs no introduction, so I don't know why I'm doing it, but hey, I've got used to it. I'm going to do it anyway. She's the Geordie <laughs> Queen, the First Lady of Love Island, and quite frankly, my fucking girl crush. It's Amber Gill, everybody! <laughs> Yay! Yay! I think that's the best intro I've ever had. Best intro. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I aim to please Vicky Patterson The Secret too. But quite, I did have, um, I can't lie, and I don't see any reason to not be honest. I've been dying to have you on, Amber. I love you. Oh, <laughs> I've been dying to come on, honestly. I've been so excited to come on. Um, oh, yeah. God, that means so much. <laughs> I'm going to apologise. This is a bit of a disclaimer for everybody who isn't from Newcastle, right, when they're listening to this. For starters, I have a tendency to think I'm like Jimmy Neal whenever I get a, a Geordie on and I slip into this really, really like strong Geordie accent, which has has so it's disappeared over the years but I yeah. go into like old school Vicky from Geordie Shaw whenever I get someone <laughs> on because I just get so fucking excited that someone talks like me and can actually understand what I'm saying so I apologize to any it should come fucking subtitles is what I'm trying to say I think <laughs> I'm exactly the same we start talking yeah. really fast you've got to yes. think about it it's, people people will be like are they speaking a different language or it happens it does happen yes so I should know this but I don't where exactly in Newcastle are you from so I live like in between like Wickham and Lobley Hill I know what you mean yeah. so you're from the other side of the water to me I'm from well I was born in Wall's End yeah yeah, yeah. The, the opposite end I've got loads of family on that side though oh bless you so you, yeah. you have a bit of both yeah there. I've got both <laughs> <laughs> and all uh, right so I heard you moved down south though is that right yeah I did I did are you still there now I'm still here now I have right. an apartment like just outside of central and um I do I love it I absolutely yeah. love it yeah um yeah. it's been a bit weird with not like since everything's shut and there's nothing to do but before yeah. that I loved it because there's, yeah. there's so much to do and yeah. like you never stop. There's so many events to go to. There's so many people to meet. So it's it's been quite good and enjoyable. I think I've it's, enjoyed it. I think it's like obviously. I mean, I don't know how this has affected you, but for me, moving down south was a big decision. 
Yeah. And I, like one that I didn't take lightly or anything like that. And one that I certainly don't regret, like me fellas from down here now, like, like you say, it's easier for work, but it was a big adjustment. Do you miss yeah. your family? Um, I do. Yeah, I do miss. I just miss being around people that you know, like. Yeah. And Newcastle's quite small, so you could go and visit any one of your friends or any one of your family within like 15 within minutes. Tw- yeah, 20 minutes. Like, yeah, <laughs> just get in the car and go to see people. So yeah, that was, um, that was quite, it's quite weird. But yeah. um, I think for me, I didn't really think about it too much. I just did it. Yeah. Um, And I think that I probably should have put more thought into it, but I just like, you know what? I'm going to go down to London and I'm going to live there. And I didn't think like, you're yeah. going to live by yourself. You're not really going to know that many people. Like, I did that didn't come with consideration. Yeah. But I'm all right. I'm all right. She's good. She's good. Nobody worries. She sounds like she's no, cold. No. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> Mate, honestly, but that, that's, I think, so I think that's probably a good thing, though, because if you'd spent ages agonising over it and going, God, I don't really know how to use a washing machine and, God, I'm going to spend so much on Deliveroo and I'll miss me man, yeah. you would have talked yourself out of it. And actually... Yeah specifically when you've been a Love Island like contestant winner in mm-hmm. your case you you get such a small amount of time to smash it yeah. to make a name for yourself to like make hay while the sun shines and like the sad truth even though I love the northeast and it'll always be me home which I'm sure yeah. you agree yeah it has to be done down south doesn't it yeah the, the, <sighs> the opportunities down here are they're just you could do anything down here. Mm. You could do mm. anything you want. Whereas in Newcastle, you've got to be, um, you've got to be really good at finding the yeah. opportunities in Newcastle. Mm. I'd say. Um, so I, yeah, so I like it better down here. I like it better down here. But I get mad anxiety when people say, "Oh, you've only got a limited amount of time." I'm like, "No, don't say that." Don't oh say my god, that. I'm so sorry. Listen, man. I do you know what people said the same thing to me, Amber. Honestly, yeah. right? Like, I don't know where I get off saying that because, right, listen to this. When I was doing, I'll, God, I, sound, I feel like, for everyone who's listening, I'm probably going to sound like I'm Amber's mum quite a lot. Mm. I feel like I'm super protective over her. I think we've got loads of things in common, but I'm just fucking 10 years ahead. So I'm going to sound a little bit like I'm like older and wiser. And I don't mean to patronise you. It's just because I love you and I want you to no, do the right things. I don't mind. Um, Good. So, right, when I was on Geordie's show, I remember I had an agent, right? And they were like, I was desperate to leave for years. It was a running joke that mm-hmm. every series I would go, this mm-hmm. one's me last, mind. It's me yeah. last. I'm not coming yeah. back. And yeah. everyone would be like, yeah, yeah, but you fucking change the record. We've heard it before. We'll see you next series, you twat. So honestly, I remember being like <laughs> so ready to try something new. Like mm-hmm. it was five years and I was 26, 27, I think, when I left. And I remember thinking, like, I want a really nice boyfriend. And a lot of them were put off by things like Jodie Shaw, as I'm sure yeah. you can imagine. And um, I was like, I mean, who wants to lose their girlfriend for six weeks, three times a year? And put yeah. them in, like, this, this like, filthy house full of people yeah. shagging and drinking. Like, it was understandable. So anyway, I wanted a nice boyfriend. I wanted to try my hand at something new. But there was something holding us back. And I remember my agent at the time being like, don't leave. You know, there's nothing else guaranteed for you out there. Like, yeah. just keep doing, keep riding this wave, like, blah, blah, blah. And I, I got into my own head, Amber, and I thought, yeah. God, like, is there anything else for us out there? And will anybody want us post Geordie Shore? And will I ever be able to, like, sit on this morning sofa or go on a loose women panel or any of these things, given, like, yeah. given that time? And do you know what, mate? I, in the end, I just had to have a leap of faith. 
Yeah. There was no guaranteed work. Like I didn't have an offer from Armour Celeb or anything like that. I just went for it. And actually, best thing I've ever done. And all those people who said, oh, she was on Geordie Shore, she'll not make anything of herself. I was like, 10 years ago, I did Geordie Shore now. And yeah. look at us. So I'm so sorry. You've got plenty of time. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Who do I, I think, think I am? <laughs> no, but you know, it is It is true with Love yeah. Island. It really is true. Like I've seen it in the past. But I think part of what makes you get inside your head is not mm. having the best team around you. Yeah. You need to have people that yeah. understand you, that want the best for you, that don't just want money from you. Yeah. And I think that that's, that that's hard to find as well. Completely. It's it's a difficult industry, right, to navigate. And I think yeah. especially when especially when you're younger, like mm-hmm. I know myself, like when I first started, you get swept up. And you do think yeah. like, oh, I, like, I just want to make money and I just want to, I just like, you just want to have a good time. But yeah. it, it takes you having like a, a really nice mom, a good support yeah. structure, a, like yeah. a kind agent, a good PR. It takes all those things to make you realise that actually like you, you are something special, Amber. Yeah. Just in the same way, loads of people before you kind of been and have staying power. So yeah, never doubt yourself, mate. Yeah. You've got I ages. Think- as well, the problem with me is I know that I didn't make the most of it the first year. Right. Because, because I'm not like, I wasn't dying to win Love Island. Like, that's not what I wanted. Like, yeah. I just went on it because I got an Instagram message and I was like, oh, yeah, let's go on it. Had no management. Like, a lot of the people had management yeah. before they go in and like they know how they want to come across. And me, I was just saying whatever I thought. If I didn't like anyone, I didn't care. I didn't want to be coupled <laughs> up with anyone. Like, it was like, so I was, I remember saying to my family, I was like, oh, I'll see you in like two weeks. People won't get us, they won't like what I have to say. Mm. Because I sometimes I'm a bit harsh, so I see you in two weeks. <laughs> and then by the time I came out and I won, like I was like, "How have I won this show?" I was single for the majority of the show. <laughs> How have I won? I have no idea. So then by the time I got to coming out and I had to pick management and I had all these yeah. deals and stuff, Big I wasn't decisions. ready for it. Yeah. But I wasn't ready for it. Like I didn't know what you wanted in a manager. I didn't know what PR was. I didn't know what these Instagram sponsored posts were because I wasn't like, like yeah. I had no idea. So it took me a long time to find my feet even like being recognized in the street. Like it took yeah. us a while. Like I think it took me a lot longer than it what like the average person from Love Island, you know? I totally agree with that. Like, you know, you've got to make the most opportunity. But I think luckily for me, yeah, 2021's actually gonna be a much better year yeah. than the the following after Love Island for me. Yeah. Cause I just feel like I know myself more. I know what I want. I've got a good team around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting good at good things that people haven't done before. Mm-hmm. And it's re- it's really exciting. So it used to fill us with anxiety, like when people were like, oh, you need to make most of it. Because I was like, I'm not ready. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I, mean... Think, uh, I think that I'm, I personally think I'm going to be fine because I've got loads of good stuff coming up. And I'm like, no, no, just don't stress about it. Don't stress about it. <laughs> but the extra, uh, so someone once said to me years ago, worries like a rocking chair gives you something to do, but gets you nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, and like it's absolutely true. So I have to take this advice myself an awful lot because yeah. I'm about that feeling. Whether you started on Love Island or you started on Geordie Shore or you won I'm a Celeb or whatever, like I don't think it goes away. I think yeah. it's something that's in you. Like we're always gonna 
we're always going to worry that this amazing life we've managed to find ourselves in is going to go away sometime. And I think no matter what walk of life, you always have concerns. Like, I think that's totally normal. And actually, it probably sets you in very good stead because it makes you hungry. It, it, yeah. it makes you work hard. It makes you constantly keep, it keeps you on your toes, which is something you need. But no, I think the reason everyone, and to go back to what you said, the reason everybody loved you and the reason like you stayed in, the reason you won it, and I'm going to say became our first ever fucking single winner because quite frankly, I forget who you even won it with. <laughs> I forget. I'm, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that, you know. I'm not like, like I let other people say that, but I'm not allowed to say that. People jump on me as soon as I say that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not saying anything. I'll let everyone else say it. Yeah. I'll say it. I'm not bothered. You said it. I never said it. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. I'm sure he's a lovely fella, but quite frankly, all I remember well, yeah. was you. Was you. So yeah, me first ever... You're my first ever winner on the podcast as well. You know, I've had loads of Love oh. Island people and I've loved them. I've had Olivia, Gabby, Gabby, Ovi. But yeah, you're my first ever winner. So welcome. Yeah. And thank you for popping that cherry petal. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... That is what was so lovely and so relatable about you. Like, don't get us wrong. I absolutely love Love Island and I I love, I'm a big fan, honestly. And I think like it's success stories. You people like Olivia and Alex, you people like like, um, Tommy and Molly. I've got so much time for and well done. Like you made love in essentially what a lot of people think is, is quite an, even though the name's Love Island, it's quite a hard place to find it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What is more relatable is, actually like the ups and downs of romance like I know through my 20s mate and even into my 30s like it's not all plain sailing you don't just walk on like walk into a nightclub or like walk into a sort of a new job and find the love of your life there's pitfalls there's ups and downs and your journey in Love Island showed that and that's what resonated with people that's why you won that's why people still stop you on the street and that's why if you haven't got a limited time mate that Michael thing, lass, honestly, I could have killed him. I could have killed him. I was so mad. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Because I was just thinking, like, you don't, you're not really conscious of the cameras being on yet. Yeah. But I just remember walking in and there's like 24 people, like all these new girls and these new boys, like stood there whilst I was walking on by myself. I'm like, However many million people are watching me do this, I can't believe it. I just remember as I was walking down, I was like, this is on fucking TV. Like, for fuck's sake. Oh, mate. Honestly, but then that, do you know what? That was the, that was a game changer for you. And like, however it may have felt in that moment, that was the moment where every girl looked at you and thought, that's my winner. That's my, that's my queen right there because we've all had our heart broken and we've yeah. all trusted a fella that every fibre of our being told we're not to trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've all thought, I'll be the one to change them. Don't you worry. Watch me, petal. And it doesn't work out that way. So yeah, we fight it. Everyone fight it. I think for me as well, it got to show like a different side to my personality. Yeah. So people saw us being honest and being harsh and not being like not being bothered. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. To then seeing, like, I think everyone had anticipated how I was going to react. Yeah. And because I didn't actually kick off as much as what everyone was expecting, everyone was like, oh, hold on a second. Maybe we judged her a bit too fast as mm. well. Because people just hated us in the beginning on that show. They hated us. So much so that my mom was ringing the producer saying, like, you need to pull her out of the show now. Like, please get her off it. I oh. want to vote her off. Like, yeah. <laughs> mom sitting like, I want to vote her off. She doesn't want us on the show anymore. Like, honestly. Because people just didn't like it. They don't really, I think... It takes a little while. I don't I don't see why, because I like people that are honest, but I think it takes people a little while to understand that I'm not actually nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it was weird to me. So I actually watched the episode back that ev- everyone like sort of decided that they didn't like us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh God, what did I say? Like, I must have said something really bad. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, typical me. And I watched it back and I was like, was that it? Everyone's dead soft. <laughs> What's everyone... <laughs> What's everyone's problem? Some guys, like, it was the the moment some guy was like, I think I suit all sunglasses. And I was like, do you? And I was like, I don't think you do. I think I suit all sunglasses. And that was it. And I was like, everyone's a little bit sensitive because that's not even that bad. I thought I had told someone to fuck off or something. like, But I didn't. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Mate, so, honestly, yeah. I, like, I get you. Like, Jordy humour. I'm a very honest person myself. I never yeah. saw the the turn coming. I was like, oh God, I love Ash's class. I remember yeah. sitting under this morning sofa and backing you. I really do. But I think, I think reality TV, um, it's changed a lot over the years. Mm. And it used to be people wanted to bounce, like bound on the scene, being super controversial. People had to be like really in your face in order to get noticed. Think of things like Big Brother years ago. Like there was characters yeah. like Nasty Nick and stuff. Like yeah. the more controversial, the more honest you were, the better. But as as like time has gone on and reality TV has, um, I think like mellowed for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I think people, it, it, people are a bit scared to be themselves. And what you yeah. get is this really like whitewashed, quite, quite soft version of people. And if that's who they are, then that's absolutely fine. But I think sometimes people are super scared to show their true colours for fear mm-hmm. of like the public turning on them, for fear of there being a bit of a backlash. So you were a really refreshing change. Someone yeah. who just was who they were, who said what they thought and wasn't afraid to show the real them. So again, yeah. it's, it might have not been a smooth ride, but it all worked in your favour in the end, mate. I know. I had no idea. Because I think a lot of people, not all, I'm not, I'm not going to say all, but I think a lot of people have a really conscious thought, like, this is how I want to be because I want the public yeah. to love it. And I want mm. them to vote for it. And this is what kind of girl I'm going to go for and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I uh, was just not like that at all. But I didn't, I didn't realise how it would work in my favour. Like, at the time, I had yeah. no idea. I was no just doing fan. it because... Because I didn't care. Like, if the public don't like us, I I don't care because I know myself, I'm a good person. And I know my friends and family know I'm a good person with good intentions. So there's not, nobody's opinion is going to affect my sort of self-image. So I'm just going to be who I am. And if you like us, you like us. If you don't, then that's fine. 
you know oh. and i know mm-hmm. you can't you can't be well liked with by everyone either so i'm like i'm not trying to be liked by everyone i don't really care yeah the people that resonate with me will resonate with us and i'm for them the people that don't that's fine you can resonate with somebody else i don't really care not in a bad way don't no, care but no, like you know what i mean not. I get no, I get you. I know what you're saying. And yeah. it's right, like it's one of them things. It took me years to work that out, Emma. Years, mm-hmm. mate. Like I remember being and honestly, like I got so much hate when I was at starting out. Like mm-hmm. I remember pe- people saying, Yeah, why is she such a bitch? Why is she so angry all the time? And it was like, well, actually, like, I'm not angry all the time. I'm not a bitch. Yeah. I'm super honest for starters. Yes. And secondly, like I'm seeing what a lot of people are thinking. Like yes. and thirdly, if you followed anyone around with a camera for a hundred hours, right, and mm-hmm. picked out your favorite bits and crammed it into 42 minutes of show, yeah. you are gonna only pick the bit where I'm calling everyone a cunts. You are gonna pick the the bits where like <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, he thinks he's a knight in shining armor, but he's nothing but a cunt with a quiff. Like you're going to pick those tiny things. And like <laughs> essentially when you you you're sort of like peter them out over like the, the, that 42 minutes i'm going to look yeah. like an angry little woman so yeah. i totally get it like over the course of time people come mm-hmm. to realize like oh, well hang on like she's not that bad she is just speaking our mind yeah and i think a strong woman it, it takes a lot of people to get their head round as well like that's not easy for a lot of people to watch. So yeah, I think we we paid our dues, but we're gonna we're seeking the rewards now, surely. Yeah, surely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I want everyone round eventually. You fucking certainly <laughs> did, mate. And you have been using your platform since the villa to do a whole wealth of like amazing and incredible and inspirational things. And it's things like that that set you apart. We can all do posts for Boohoo, and we can all do. Um, like get, get your get your Vicky twenty percent off code. I've got nothing against yeah. them. Like I'm robbing yeah. a living. I absolutely love it. But the fact of the matter yeah. is, to take a step back and do something good for other people is a step that not a lot of people in our industry take. So I just wanted to commend you on that. First of all, mate, well done. Um, you're using your platform for good, and it's something I seriously, seriously admire. If it's not the Black Lives Matter protests. It's pushing for diversity in the entertainment industry and even taking trolls down a peg or two. Mate, yeah. y- you must be busy. Like, you s- even just saying all that, I got tired. Jesus Christ. How do you find the time to be this paragon of inspiration, Amber? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, my God. How oh you're making us look bad. <laughs> you're going to make us have a big head after this. I'm going to have a massive head after this. <laughs> no, you deserve um, it. I, th- I feel like that's something that's always been part of my personality. I've always, like, stood up for people and, like, I've always said what I think right and if something was unfair or if something wasn't equal, I'd always be the one to say it. So I kind of just wanted to carry that on and never lose that, even though sometimes it's very, very hard yeah. to do it when you've got such a big platform because you've got so many different opinions and some people just hate what you've got to say. And it's like, actually, I just want the world to be a nice fair place for everyone to live in what how can you be opposing of that so I sort of pick certain things and I'll say it and then I'll come off the internet because like <laughs> if you stay on if you stay on and listen to what some people have got to say with their stupid opinions then mm. you'll just lose it and I can't spend forever fighting against people that don't want to don't want to listen you know 
Well, there's a saying, right? And it goes, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become uh-huh. a villain. You love a saying, don't you? Oh, mate, honestly, I live my life, Van. You should see me flat. I love it. You should see me flat, Amaric. Can you? I love it. Look at this. Can you see on the walls? Those are yeah. framed quotes, my favourite ones. Can I you believe that? <laughs> honestly, you've mate, got it gets something for everything. I love it. <laughs> But what I mean I is, it. and how this applies, right, is I go on social media and I drop like a post, a quote, something that I think is inspirational or will help people. And everyone yeah. loves it. It kicks off, it breaks the internet. My Instagram's proper ping and I'm loving it, right? And then I stay on long enough because I get I get invested and I read yeah. all the comments and I'm loving them. And then I get one I don't like. And rather yeah. than just taking the moral high ground and walking away and thinking the vast majority of people who have read this for it, they've loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really spoke to them. So just walk away, take it as a win. Do I walk away? Nah. No. Do I walk? I spent ages arguing with that one person who didn't I like know. me, that one. So yes, yeah, so I've gone from hero to a villain because it's me who can't sleep that night. It's me who lies yeah. there agonizing over this one person and how they got into my head and how I allowed them to affect my entire day. When I know quite well they're sleeping soundly, knowing they got that dickhead off the telly to bite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that I think that's a great way to look at it. Like speak mm-hmm. on your speak on the things that matter to you, like stand up mm-hmm. for what you believe in, but walk away afterwards. And honestly, understand yeah. that not everyone's gonna believe the same things as you. It, yeah, yeah. It's, something, it's something important to learn, I think. It's tough. It's tough when you're talking about like p- actual people and mm-hmm. just wanting what's fair and right for people. So like with Black Lives Matter, I could not stand the opposing views. I'm like, how can you have an opposing view? Yeah. So that's when I had to take myself off because every time I posted about something or every time I went to protest, me followers were coming down. And then you can't let it affect you. You can't let it affect you because things like that don't bother me. But at the end of the day, it's still my job. So I was like, yeah. why am I losing followers by talking about something that is it's not a bad thing. It's no. not a bad thing. It's just something that needs to be solved. It's basic and, human rights. Anna. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, so, I felt like I was going to cry there. I don't know how you're not. I can't believe that. Did it make you angry in the first place that you had followers who thought like that? Yeah, and I just want to get rid of them, to be honest, because that's, well, that's what I had to lo- That's what I had to get away from because I was like, oh, I want to build my following and I want to do this. And then when things like that happened and I was posting and I was losing followers, I thought, wait, you thought that I thought the same thing as you because... Yeah. No. How did I, how did how did you get in here thinking that I had the similar views to you or I wasn't going to speak on this? It's wrong. So even though I see it coming down, I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Mm. I've got my followers, my community that want to hear from me yeah. and know what I believe in. If you don't believe in what I believe in, then piss off, to be honest, because I don't care. Yeah. Um. You know, something as serious as that, I don't. I understand. Like, if, if I if I put on a jacket, and I'm like, oh, do you like this or do you not like it? Some people might not like it. Yeah, that's fine. For people have like opposing opinions, but for something so like, just like like what you you know, important. just basic human rights. Something important. so important, mate. Um, wow. you just you just wouldn't expect people to feel so strongly in the like. To have an opposing view that's so passionate and hateful, yeah. and that, that that's when I that's when I learned. I was like, look, you post what you need to post. You bring awareness to what you want to bring awareness to, but walk away from it as soon as you have, because you are going to get people that don't like it. It's it's the nature of Instagram. It's the nature of social media. But I can't get invested in it because I feel so passionate about it. I want to fight till the death about all these different things. You just can't do it. 
you can't do it because then it's taken away from the important thing yeah. you just need to speak on it and go speak on it and go if you entertain in a stupid conversation with a stupid person you're not doing what you you set out to do in the first place you know what I mean and you can't win with everybody like again it's a hard lesson I've had to learn over the years and one that I'm still struggling with because the fact that some people will follow your every move via social media but also just not like you is alien to me like the people I follow on social media, I love their posts. They inspire yeah. us. I think they're funny. Yeah. I think they deserve a follow. That's why I follow them. In no world would I wake up in the morning and go, I hate this prick. I'm going to follow them because I want to keep an eye on them and I want to bother them. The whole thing is super alien. But this mm-hmm. is, you have to learn that there are some people who are just completely committed to misunderstanding you. They don't yeah. want to like you. So they will yeah. take umbrage with everything you say, whether it is, mm-hmm. do you like this jacket? Or whether it yeah. is you standing up for a person's basic human rights that don't want yeah. to agree with you. So, yeah, I think learning that is one of the biggest hurdles you have to go through in this industry. And just in life in general, with social media dominating so many of our everyday lives. So, yeah, mate, well fucking yeah. done. Light years ahead of your time, man. Jesus, <laughs> I'm being schooled. Oh, God. I love her. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite you back for part two, and I really hope you come back. I hope my fangirling's not making you feel uncomfortable. How's that head doing? Ah, uh, it's massive. <laughs> it's massive. It's not gonna fit through the door. Not gonna fit through the door. But you'll come back, though, won't you? I definitely come yes. back. Yes. I want more compliments. I want more compliments. Give her them all. <laughs> right. Tune into part two for more of me sucking Abigail off. <laughs>